Hello and welcome to this Lex Campus podcast series where we are talking to few of the Lex Campus users who have successfully become our patent agent. I'm your host Venkat and with me today is our guest Mr. Prabhakar. Uh, welcome to our show Prabhakar. Welcome sir. Uh, could you introduce yourself? I'm Prabhakar Sharma. Uh, I work in uh, third IP. Previously I used to work with uh, some pharma company in research uh, drug discovery later on i uh, started with patent uh, in patent searching and all in uh, csir and after that i worked in some uh, ip department then I, now i am working as a independent we can say or as a designated partner in my company uh, my office is in pune wonderful and what is your background i am from science background that is pharma and i always wanted to be a scientist or who who has a knowledge of everything <laughs> i used to say that i would gain knowledge of everything so i got this field and i am very much interested in further uh, gaining more uh, exposure to the field like patents learning reading and all okay could you take us step by step on from the time you graduated with masters in pharmaceuticals could you tell us what were the steps uh, subsequently you took i was thinking to after my masters i was thinking to join a, a re- research firm or a research company so i got a break as an apprentice under the apprentice act i think uh, it is from government only so the, uh, under this act i got some training in drug discovery i was exposed to various uh, like uh, real r and d of uh, what pharma company does and uh, later on uh, i i got interest in more in reading and all so i uh, come to know about uh, csir urdip this uh, government department it is in pune so from there i started my work uh, really in reading and even searching and even preparing some reports of landscape and all so i got much exposure in patents and interest further later on i uh, shifted to uh, uh, ip department of a, a pharma company i got some exposure in ip and confidence later on uh, i prepared for this patent agent exam and i am very much thankful to firoz ali sir and his team for uh, giving a, such a distance uh, what you can say learning to me and which by the help of them i cracked very easily the exam i can say i have scored uh, a good marks in paper one so we, that helped me a lot in uh, cracking the exams of patent agent okay so here here i see something unique uh, people usually transition into ip after becoming a patent agent so first they they come from a totally different background they take up this exam and then they start working this uh, uh, the field of patents but here you are a researcher with a science background started working with patents uh, started doing some of the patent searches and then you took this patent agent exam correct yes yes so what was the motivation for you to start working on patents before even you uh, become a patent agent i came to know about this department it has work of reading and i uh, came to know that reading gives ideas like uh, various fields have emerged from this uh, just reading and applying that uh, whatever the knowledge we gain to uh, apply in problem solving and all so i was very much fascinated about this field and i got a break in urdip only so that time i was very much excited and i worked very dedicatedly two years there and uh, later on i further <laughs> i further got one year one more year extension in, in that department and i am very lucky to have such a training from them 
and they motivated me uh, what you can say they encouraged me to uh, further ex- explore this field very at a very high level uh, could you tell us what kind of patent work you were doing at that point of time and in there i was I used to prepare uh, patentability reports then landscape uh, reports and uh, many uh, what we can say some s- small uh, work were there of uh, this uh, query based but most of the time i used to do uh, searching on uh, to prepare patentability report and landscape reports uh, but where did you learn about the patentability aspect or the landscape because uh, to my knowledge i mean before you completely know about patent uh, the uh, patenting world yes. where did you pick up these terms patentability search or did you did someone train you to do a patentability search or a landscape search Uh, there i used to get projects uh, on daily basis or weekly basis so by that only i gain a hand on experience for, from the of that so did you pick it up by yourself so nobody trained you at that time uh, we can say our i used to ask uh, some colleagues in the department so like that only knowledge sharing used to happen even my uh, guide also used to uh, teach me about how to make it and how to give a template and all when did you first hear about the patentation exam Uh, uh actually uh, i i have seen some typhic uh, girls uh, this typhic uh, you know dst typhic this is scheme from uh, for women's uh, women scientist uh, scheme it is so uh, there i i got to know that they are getting trained for patent agent exam so uh, i thought i should also try for once uh, when this exam came but in, after 2013 the exam was uh, only in 16 it happened uh, so that time i i was uh, very much curious to give this exam at least to uh, like others are uh, encouraged to crack the exam so i was also motivated by them that let's crack let's try for that you first heard about this exam in 2013 and then you gave your first exam in 2016 yes. uh, is that right during my graduation in my bachelor's uh, i i have uh, attended some seminars from uh, uh what professors were there who were telling that this exams is also there for science graduates they can uh, explore uh, this field also it is very much knowledgeable reading field apart from academic one of the field is this to choose for as a career like that i got exposure for and i heard from them only the patent agent exam but i never got any ex- exposure later on because after graduation uh, after mfarm my uh, guide used to tell me that this this is the exam of ipr it is having good ex- scope and all so he used to uh, tell me but uh, i didn't get a break uh, other than urdip right but uh, did you give your first attempt in 2016 yeah yeah i gave uh, once i attempted but i uh, never realized that i will not, not pass uh, because uh, my writing speed was very low and in paper 2 i uh, really i am telling my hand was not uh, at the space what required in the exam <laughs> okay and uh, so so you get you again took this exam in 2018 18 yes uh, and and in 2016 how did you train yourself for this exam um actually i read some books and even uh, i used to be trained by one uh, professor of, uh, he is a llb and he is a patent agent also he used to teach me uh, all these exams and all and then in 2018 you signed up for lex campus correct yes sir okay and so lex campus uh, in fact this uh, the, the course material on the 
the entire package help you to clear the exam so could yes. you just throw us more information on that so, so exactly which module helped you to prepare well for this exam and how did it help you actually i used to i am very much motivated by the doubt clearing session which uh, which was uh, happened every i think it was weekly or daily basis i think uh, the doubt clearing session of 1 hour that was very uh, what you can say it has cleared many of the uh, what i mean to say 100% doubts of what i was having so like uh, how to make for paper 2 the sir only told that practice daily practice uh, writing at least uh, one month before only so i got that uh, writing habit and all so uh, again i got this habit and many of those uh, what you can say advices were there which were really helpful for exams exam of you we have to prepare in that way. so uh, prabhakar could you walk us through your uh, preparation process and how did you crack this exam uh, really i am telling i have read uh, sections but i uh, i used to uh, read the entire section uh, in one go i used to try for uh, like reading one section and then understand then later on uh, I, i have seen uh, one year back that nptel videos so in that videos sir has only told that uh, break the sentence uh, to try to understand so that that habit made me more confident in uh, understanding sections we have to break the section with or and and all so uh, like that i uh, when once i read in that way i used to gain some insights in the sections and i am getting much more confidence to interpret the sections now because previously i used to read the entire section in one go and it was totally i mean to say it was totally a bouncer of to me the knowledge and even the many times understanding also so but after breaking the sections and after understanding the every points we can say so it was very much clear and even uh, later on i interpreted many things with rules and uh, what we can say collected uh, everything in the same uh, page like in one section what is the rule what is the form what is the fees and all so i got much more confidence in every section for preparing the exams and all and that nptel videos has very much clearing of concepts and all for the sections right okay so here i would like to request the listeners to listen to other podcast recordings where i would have explained paper 1 and paper 2 the split of marks the time involved so every aspect of this so i don't want to repeat that by myself uh, i don't want to sound redundant so i request the listeners to tune in to the other podcast recording that i've done before so coming back to your uh, experience so you mentioned a very important points it's not just understanding the section you must understand the section uh, in in regard to the context every line every word is important or for example it could be the applicant or the assignee or whatever so every word is important so which means you have to do thorough revision so understanding is key but also understanding each and every word uh, there are sections where uh, you'll be getting three points for one question and that could be within one particular section which means a thorough understanding of the section is very important critical yes uh, so let's move on to the drafting part so how did you do how did you do in the drafting part actually uh, i was uh, reading patents in urdip so i used to read daily 100 patents uh, i would say i am not joking but uh, it was a uh, my instance that uh, some workload like yeah sure yeah 
by work we we have again at least 20 patents i used to target daily reading and uh, by that reading only i got to know that how to make the claims and all so with that and, and um, my confidence was boosted with reading of patents so i used to always uh, what we can say confused with the description that they have written everything in description how can mm-hmm. it be possible and also mm-hmm. i used to after 2 3 years i got confidence that first see the claims how the claims are made and all they will restrict the entire uh, patent to a particular technology or same or you can say single inventive concept so later on i uh, started reading only claims and by the claims only i made the entire uh, draft and all so uh, i got uh, uh, like this drafting experience in that only i can uh, draft uh, what uh, in 2016 i have to teach many of my colleagues also for drafting and all so uh, they were telling that isko drafting aata hai he uh, knows right. at, at least uh, the gist of that how to draft and we were uh, some uh, four five people who were uh, in the group uh, so we would discuss our drafting and they used to bring me any any description i used to make the uh, claims as it is what was the granted and so by that we were gaining some confidence also of granted patents whatever uh, available in there uh, yeah it sounds like to me that uh, you were more comfortable in the drafting part than the paper on pop yeah. ideally people would feel more comfortable in the 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 patents act part and then when it comes to drafting part they would just their voice would fade away saying that okay i i did this it was time consuming all of that <laughs> yes. but here you sound really confident about the drafting part so could you could you explain us more on when you said that you every day used to read a lot of uh, patent application at least 20 of them so when you read a patent application yes what do you focus on or how do you go about reading a patent document so this would definitely help the listeners in understanding or and what would be your key advice in uh, when, when you ask them to prepare for this exam when i was new in this field entire one year or more uh, 1.6 years i have read only description part to understand the patent but uh, i description and the working examples but uh, once i come to know that we can predict the entire patent only with claims like uh, what it is telling what they want to protect right uh, that marks the boundary of the invention yeah. so once i got uh, that idea about that only claims are the gist of this patent and most of the time gist and uh, equivalence in the description what is written we have to interpret in that way so once i read in this way the entire patent uh, got more interesting and more uh, what you can say new things started happening with my field and all i got more uh, excitement to work with now uh, in this right so which means once you started reading the claims uh, you felt and much I, more comfortable in uh, uh, understanding the claim yes. so and when did you start drafting and practicing the the claim language or the entire specification uh, like uh, for filing i drafted with uh, uh, no, no, not uh, not regarding the filing of the patent application i meant preparing for the exam uh, preparing for exam i i, tr- I tried in 2016 for the exam by re- reading some question papers what were the previous papers were there and one uh, one uh, many of the colleagues were from nalsar so they used to bring previous papers and of drafting and we used to try for uh, like what it will be product patent process patent product by process a device patent apparatus patent like that 
so we were uh, classifying first in that way and then we will uh, point out the elements of that uh, uh, what we can say the paper uh, the concept they provided we have to just uh, find out the elements which were inventive or by joining them it will become inventive so like that we started drafting on every field not is including any uh, pharma or science not or only science. in science okay yeah so we tr- we tried for uh, engineering also we tried for uh, apparatus device and all and l- later on i uh, also read the videos of uh, nptel videos also on drafting uh, which which has also boosted me with uh, clearing some of the aspects of uh, reading like uh, not in reading uh, like the videos were very uh, accurate for uh, getting the futures of uh, writing in abstract and all so i i read that and i prepared concisely my guidelines on drafting and how do you go about uh, uh, drafting a specification what do you start off with first i uh, read the in- invention uh, i i come uh, point out myself only what will be the features of this like what is the main uh, uh, aspect of uh, i identify the entire future what is the novel part in this what can be the elements in this like uh, it has a it has a body of that elements so that element of the body i made myself only and then later on i look for some uh, I, in real practice i look for some prior art on that then i uh, they differentiate my invention with that and uh, i draft first of a claims only and on that claim basis i write abstract title and everything okay so which means you look for the uh, specific problem the invention is trying to solve compared to a prior art and of course in the exam you will not be provided with the prior art so you just have to trust whatever the description that was given to you as a disclosure in the exam right yes yes so you focus on the inventive concept and start off with the so do you start off with the claim uh, is my question yes yes i i, I first identify the in, inventive features or novel features and then i made a claim or what he has invented at at first sight we can say and then later on i go for uh, further uh, uh, supporting the claims and okay and so you recommend uh, listeners here that it is a good practice to start off uh, reading lot of patent documents Yes. And start by uh, writing, practicing uh, to whatever disclosure they could get a hold of, right? Yes. See, so uh, at least uh, every field they have to read at least three, four patents daily. On every field, we can say like engineering, uh, apparatus, device, and all, and uh, in pharma, chemistry, all. Uh, one or two patent, if they will read daily basis, they will get habit of. that they will come to know that everything is same only only some features are added uh, the claims yeah i i see why you are saying that uh, you have to or the 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 listeners have to get exposed to different domains here because in the actual exam uh, you'll be given uh, two choices so you can pick one or the other yes. ideally one would be on the engineering side the other would be on science so uh, i mean you don't want to carry the bias towards your preparation by just selecting towards the engineering or science what if you find the science example or the engineering example on the given day to be really tough compared to what you had prepared for so it is better that you get exposed to all the domains so you don't have to go with the bias of selecting one or the other uh, yes, in the exam yes. correct yes yes one one more point i can add here i think yes please 
suppose uh, in in paper 2 i am telling that drafting uh, one of the uh, description given in paper is th- of three pages suppose it is a chemical or pharma uh, description they have provided for a question so it is three page and one of the mechanical uh, description they have provided only of one page so always look for the one page description because in that identification of elements and all will be very easy and writing also will be easy so choice will be yours at the end but try for <laughs> the the one which is very small in the description because that will help more Uh, to write easily and very fast and complete the entire paper. This is wonderful, uh, Prabhakar. So this is one podcast where uh, uh, I'm, I'm able to post a lot of questions in regard to drafting. So yes. and I had discussed a lot with respect to paper one with the other guests. So maybe I feel like this this is one podcast where I could uh, spend rest of the time in discussing about the drafting part. I don't want to. Uh, uh, put you on the hot seat by asking you how much did you score on paper 2 but i would like to know that what was the the format that you followed ideally i would uh, hear a lot of uh, guests and the listeners telling me that usually whenever they go about drafting a patent application or at least for the sake of the exam they would write the relevant section for example if it is a title they refer to rule 13 and section 10 saying that okay uh, the title has to be not more than 15 words do you need to mention those uh, when you are writing on the exam date for a situation based question yes we can write a uh, main section we can write and sub section if we will skip then it is okay but main section we have to write and uh, i i think in uh, some books they have re- written the entire section with the headings so that will be enough i think and our language interpretation of that we can write the entire situation based question like uh, like that one. and how did you manage the time part for paper 2 for paper 2 i have de- decided that um, i have to write anyhow that uh, cover entire uh, thing first of all so i managed the time with uh, i gave a, every question like 10 minutes or something and i divided accordingly that only. so it, it was covered with uh, the entire duration so which means uh, if i remember uh, recall like there are totally seven situation based questions which means uh, you finish the 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 part a and part b of paper 2 in less than 1 hour 15 minutes right which means yes. you had the the remaining 1 hour 45 minutes for the two drafting questions correct yes yes right. so which means you must have finished this in in good pace right yes yes it was a uh, in one or two minutes i was left only with Oh, wonderful! That's that's really unique case. <laughs> Ideally, I would always uh, hear stories about where they, uh, they are running even, short of time. Even uh, I used to forget the sections, so I used to uh, once I got the paper in the question paper only at the side or in the uh, answer sheet. I have written that question one, section three is there. Question two, section twenty-five is there. So, like that, I uh, written that, and later on I started with the what you can say. very fast i have read the situation based question and wrote so i'm just curious uh, if you had spent 10 minutes for each of the situation based questions how much did you focus on uh, the description part for the situation based question did you just write to the question right to the point or how descriptive you went about answering these questions actually i didn't write uh, 
entire story like uh, what you can say uh, but uh, whatever the question was asked i have dealt with that uh, situation very uh, strictly and uh, didn't go out of the point of that question okay okay so that's a good way to save your time okay let's take this forward uh, of course now you are a patent agent could you tell us the your experience on attending this viva oc uh, viva was very uh, we have to be very frank and formal and uh, we have to tell our background how we uh, we come to this patent field and what is i uh, I, I can do further in this field and uh, so on that basis only they will ask the questions uh, what is I, our background? so how was these questions uh, it was mostly on general ipr and uh, some uh, uh, questions on filing how you file a patent how you uh, what are the forms for this what is the general questions only not any deep uh, uh, was asked for me uh, but i have seen my colleagues they were asked some even uh, copyright and design but uh, i have some exposure to all this field at least i know what is the gist of all this so i was th- so much confidence that i can uh, appear for viva very easily and uh, frankly i am telling it is not much tough uh, compared to what i have heard from my friends but whatever asked to me i was knowing that that was very good for me okay essentially what you are saying is that not too many difficult questions were asked so it's yes. directly from patent sac whatever if 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 you are good enough to clear paper 1 paper 2 you should yes. be really good in clearing the viva okay now let's fast forward this to where you are right now so tell us more about third ip what you do there actually uh, now i am getting much of the project on searching only and uh, searching is like uh, they have made uh, some uh, uh, research on uh, some device and all i have to compare that with uh, previous reported uh, technologies in this uh, that and i used to give them advice that it is not, not going to patent even business aspect also i look for that so on that basis we decide to look for filing a patent or publication and all and do you do any of the drafting do you file patent applications also other than the search yes yes we drafted in 18 19 around 15 patents in a year uh, one of my colleagues she was patent agent that time she used to file i used to draft and i used to collect the invention wherever it happened right so what do you mean by when you say you collect the invention could you clarify on that please i i i give them one idea of invention disclosure form and at the site only i used to go directly without a, a keeping a second also i told i am coming wait there only so once they used to call me i go to that site and i just filled my form idea form i have invention disclosure form only whatever he will tell i will record record in the sense i will report in my paper so that will also make me further confident that what he has made is written here and we have to look for you now prior art and all okay since you come from the scientific background may I ask you a key difference between uh, publishing uh, a finding in a research journal over publishing your patent what are the key differences how do you go about uh, tracking which one to be published and which one to be patented many time it depend on the business of the uh, whatever uh, my friends used to come with invention so uh, the business uh, they are dealing with if it is hampering their business i told publish it immediately if uh, it is that their business is not uh, going to be much uh, 
hampered by any uh, other pro- protection of patent so they just file for uh, defense purpose like uh, they will defend uh, uh, this by uh, prior art they will make it prior art so that time also it helped them and ma- many time it is a uh, really a worth of to file a patent that they want to protect it so they will go for patent only uh, okay prabhakar um, assuming that uh, uh, a graduate who comes to you and ask your suggestion on the career prospects for patent agents what are the career prospects for them a patent agent if they have good contact with attorneys they will always get a work uh, and we can say uh, if their contacts is very strong in this field uh, in ip and uh, research and scientist with scientist they then they have a job definitely and if it is uh, it is a business only i can say now so if you they want to deal with a client if their client is very much what you can say rich and uh, economically so they have uh, always uh, good scope and career in this field and uh, this is uh, no loss no uh, what you can say only profit field <laughs> i can say that uh, we get money in all aspects and even i have seen uh, many of the agents they are now contacting in abroad for uh, filing the patent in india they uh, i also try for this but i didn't get any lead li- right now that to file a uh, patent by a uh, person a scientist from abroad countries so one of the opportunities that that uh, our colleagues from abroad they can file through patent agent only in india and it is uh, very wide scope is there in it, it, we look in this we can connect the entire world with this and where else can patent agents work in india patent agent uh, th- there are various departments in in companies like ipr department even knowledge process outsourcing companies and uh, who are uh, looking for filing and patents uh, in huge uh, aspects like law firms they have a contract for uh, filing uh, target based of what we can say uh, annually they have to file this much patent so many of the works are there in law firms and even in research companies also because uh, new research happens they have to anyhow uh, survive through patents only so they uh, they have the ipr department in a company also and uh, it is very much or you can say not a secret department but it is very high, uh, highly reputed departments in a uh, industry it, uh, who are running this department okay uh, wonderful prabhakar uh, with that um, we have come uh, close to the end of the show i really enjoyed this conversation i'm pretty sure listeners have lot to take from this conversation hope hope i was clear in all queries uh, about we uh, general uh, person who are appearing for patent agent exam should raise or they should uh, have these doubts with that uh, note uh, thank you prabhakar for your time uh, wish you all luck uh, in your future endeavors uh, with that this is venkat signing off thank you thank you sir